You're investing in your health. You're investing in building your temple. You're investing in um, your family because once you invest in yourself and you learn these different practices, you can now put them into place with your family. And then that carries on into your legacy and that carries on to generations behind you taking those same tenants and breaking some of the myths and busting down different things that we think about health and, and wellness and shifting it and making it better for generations to come. So it winds up building generational health that comes in line with generational wealth. You are listening to the Purpose of Money podcast, a podcast where we talk about ways to build wealth and create more freedom in your life today. I am your host, Aquania Escarnay. Hey guys, welcome back to the Purpose of Money podcast. At the time of this recording, I'm in Guanabo, Puerto Rico. I was so hesitant to travel, but decided to take this time away to be with my family, to relax and to just regroup. For most of this vacation, we've been in the house resting and relaxing. And shout out to Janelle Howard of How We Travel Five for helping me find the best house for our family. Looking back at this year, it's been a challenge for everyone. Nevertheless, I want to make sure that we don't forget to take time to express gratitude and to reflect on everything that we've been able to overcome and accomplish in 2020. So I wanted to take time to share some of my highlights from this year. First and foremost, I'm super excited about launching the podcast, The Purpose of Money, on January 22, 2020. I also launched a YouTube channel right on my birthday in August, and both have been phenomenal. I'm so grateful for all of you listening and those who've been supporting the channel. I really appreciate it. The anniversary of the podcast is January 22nd, 2021. But I've decided we're going to celebrate all month long. So stay tuned for giveaways and fun times and great contests. This year, I also became a hotel owner. And that was a surprise in itself. It wasn't something I started the year considering, but I definitely wanted to do it by the time I learned more. And you guys might remember on episode 26, I had Epic Collective Davon Reeves and Jessica Myers talking about hotel ownership and how to invest collectively with groups of people. And they are the ones who helped me ease my way into hotel ownership. And I've decided in 2021, I'm going to become the owner of several more hotels. So stay tuned, guys. I have some more news coming up and I share these deets with those who are on my list. So don't forget to subscribe to the Purpose of Money newsletter. I was also able to successfully increase my business revenue by 300%. I can't believe it. And I can't say it's due to one specific thing. I think it's several things that I did that allowed this to be possible. And one is I set a goal on business revenue in January of this year. And I wrote down an action plan on how I was going to make it happen. I was more visible, more present on virtual conferences, talking to more people about life insurance and wealth. And in 2021, I'm going to focus on growing my business and helping more women and their families get life insurance. Through my financial services, I also plan to help families save and invest in their future. I was super lucky to do my first 
radio interview this year on XM Radio. Check out Traveling Culturati. I was a guest on that show with Javon, and I'm super excited to have talked about hotel ownership and how attainable it is for everyone. And that was an opportunity to really share my story to a much wider audience. I even had people contact me from the Bahamas after listening to that show. So I'm super excited. I'm praying that in 2021, I have opportunities for even more exposure. And I'm already off to a great start with a lot of weekends and nights booked in January. So I'm booked and busy, as they say. I'm glad to also be able to celebrate maxing out my 401k. I work a nine to five in addition to hosting a podcast, running a blog, being a mom and selling life insurance. And I am excited to do it again. So this year, the limit is 19500 and I plan to hit that goal once again. Last but not least, one of my greatest achievements, but it also scares me, is I started my FU fund, aka Freedom Fund, and my goal is to save six figures in my Freedom Fund by December 2021. I know this is an aggressive goal, but I say if your goals don't scare you, you are not dreaming big enough. So I am determined to boost my business income, save more of my household income, and meet this goal. My husband and I have already gotten started by trying to live off of one income, and we just started this month in December, but so far so good. I've been able to save my salary, and in 2021, I'm actually going to pay myself from the business revenue, which is the first time in four years. So by paying myself for my business and saving my nine to five income, I plan to really stay diligent, budget, stay focused on that goal and have six fingers by the end of the year. So pray for me, guys. Pray that the discipline stays there, the passion, the desire, because there's a lot going on. And I want to make sure that my family is in a position where we have options. I'm not saying I'm leaving my job, but I am saying I'm going to financially prepare for whatever God has in store for me in 2021. So without further ado, I hope you enjoy this episode where Charmaine and I talk about the connection between health and wealth. Charmaine is a holistic health coach out of Brooklyn, New York. She's helping women live their best life physically and spiritually. And I really hope you enjoy this episode. I enjoyed recording it and I had a great time connecting two important things in life, which is your health and your wealth. Terry Igioma is back at it again. First, she created a highly successful trading course to help you make $1,000 a day, and now she's created a virtual conference to teach you more about trading. On January 23rd of 2021, from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, she is hosting Master the Trade, a conference that teaches you how to master your money and your mindset for investing in 2021. For more information, check out thepurposeofmoney.com slash trade. Once again, that's the purpose of money.com slash trade. Get your tickets today because the price goes up January 1st, 2021. Hey guys, welcome back to the Purpose of Money podcast. This week, I'm super excited. Joining us from Brooklyn, New York, we have Charmaine Fuller on the podcast today. Charmaine is the founder and CEO of Charmaine Fuller Holistic Health Coaching. 
better known as HHC, a holistic health coaching practice that aims to provide comprehensive health and wellness services to clients. Charmaine is a lifestyle brand that offers signature coaching, wellness seminars, and a la carte services focused on assisting clients with their individualized self-care needs in a healing and friendly environment. Charmaine, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Really excited to have this conversation with you today because I am looking forward to the opportunity to talk about the nexus between health and wealth. I've been telling people this for years, that your health is your wealth, because if you're not healthy, you're not able to do things. But I'm hoping in today's conversation, we can talk about the importance of self-care and just putting your body, your temple, and your mind first. So before we hop into all of that, I want to hear a little bit more about you and your backstory. What happened in your life that led you to write an amazing book and become a health and wellness coach? Let's get started with my journey in terms of I was downsized from a corporate job in 2017. And I was saying to myself, you know what, I just want to create something on my own schedule and do what I love. And of course, let's admit the first week it happened, I was devastated. I was like, I've been doing everything right. Everything's been going great. I was in a leadership position and it basically took me for a loop. But then I said, wait a minute, I have to make this into an opportunity. So I decided to say, now I have enough time to exercise. I can go to the gym when I want. I can understand what I'm doing with my body, work on my nutrition better because I had been a mom for a few years. So I just wanted to find a way to do things that would incorporate a healthier lifestyle. So I did that. I was getting more involved in my son's school. I had more time to, to understand what was going on there. And everyone always has mom guilt. So you're like, okay, now I can just refocus, reshift and turn this into an opportunity. So during that whole process, I came across essential oils from a friend and we started talking about that. And it's so interesting how God leads you to different places and different things because you would never understand until you look back on it later and you realize that your steps are ordered. So basically I decided, you know what, I just need to find a better way to do things and a more holistic approach and just get myself back on track. So throughout that process, I was talking to a friend and she was like, have you ever tried essential oils? And I'm like, no. So we talked about it. I started trying it. I talked to another person and she was like, I'm a holistic health coach. And I was like, what's a holistic health coach? So she told me about it. And I researched the institution that I went to, IIN, the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. And I went there and I said, hey, let me set up a call. Let me talk to these people and see what this is all about. And throughout that process, I learned this is definitely something I want to pursue. So I decided to go ahead and sign up. It was a great experience. And through that process, I met other health coaches. We were all graduating at the same time. And another random thing happened. I was on the way home from an event and I seen an email from one of the coaches and she said, I need a few people who are interested in writing a book to collaborate and for us to get together and collaborate. And I'm like, I wonder what this commitment's about. Let me pursue it. So I joined the call and she was like, each person just has to contribute a chapter. You don't have to write your own book. So I'm like, oh, this is amazing. I can have a limited commitment, but I can also do something that I wanted to pursue, which was write a book because I had always wanted to write a book. I had been taking notes and journals and I never knew what it was really going to culminate into being, but I always had that on my list. So I joined the team. We all started sharing our stories 
And next thing you know, some of those calls were some of us were crying. We were talking about our experiences. I was able to purge and get my experience out. And then it just morphed into this amazing book. And we all went on the journey together. Then we all graduated and we all started our practices. But I said all that to say your steps are always ordered and you might not really understand at that time where you're being led and different people that are coming into your life, what the reasons are. But it always means something. And it just taught me to have that mindset of staying with the course, changing it and making something into an opportunity and not choosing to be feeling like I'm defeated by it, but choosing to make it into an opportunity. I love that. Your steps are always ordered. That's going to really resonate with me because even when we hit obstacles, I feel like that is building us to be even better for the opportunity that's coming right behind it. And a lot of times our opportunity is on the other side of the obstacle. We just have to get through it. So pushing through, but then like you said, optimizing what comes to you when you're least expecting it. You could have easily said no to the request to add a chapter, but you said yes. So I really love that. And I love how you're helping people with your story. And so now I want to get your take on the connection between health and wealth, because this is a financial, personal finance podcast, but some people don't think of the connection and why it matters. So what are some of your takes on that? I feel like in terms of health and wellness, it's one of those things where you always hear people say, oh, your health is everything. And like you said, health is wellness. But at the end of the day, it's more of an investment. Most of the time you're consuming food, you're consuming energy from people, and you're a consumer of things, people, money. This is your role in life in the world. But when it comes to health, you have to shift your mindset and think about it as an investment. You're investing in your health. You're investing in building your temple. You're investing in um, your family. Because once you invest in yourself and you learn these different practices, you can now put them into place with your family. And then that carries on into your legacy. And that carries on to generations behind you taking those same tenants and breaking some of the myths and busting down different things that we think about health and, and wellness and shifting it and making it better for generations to come. So it winds up building generational health that comes in line with generational wealth. And so then you can think about the holistic piece of all of that and you bring it all together and it changes your lifestyle. It changes everything and it works on generations to come. And I think that's what we all want to strive for. We want to make this experience great for ourselves, for our kids and generations coming behind us so they can look back and say, hey, this is something that mama used to do, that this is something that our other grandparents used to do. Let's continue on the legacy. You're saying a lot of things that I'm like, wow, I've never heard anyone say generational health. I really like that because so often doctors, individuals will say, what runs in your family, right? Mm -hmm. What health conditions run in your family? I never really thought about the possibility of being able to say the positive things that run in your family. Mm -hmm. But we, we talk about it sometimes. You know, my husband's family's from Haiti and they have a lot of holistic natural teas and herbs that they'll give you when you say you're sick. They say, oh, I have something for that. But we don't always pass those things down. My generation is, let me go to the drugstore. What do I need to give me this 24, 48 hour recovery from this cold, sneezing, allergy, whatever. And then your ancestors are like, no, 
it's a tea, it's a herb, it's a spice, it's a, a meal. I remember when my kids were born and my mother-in-law was like, you need to eat squash. Squash helps make milk. And I was like, I didn't eat squash before kids. So I'm like, why would I eat squash now? But believe it or not, like I tried it. It definitely helped my diet. Breastfeeding mm-hmm. was definitely impacted by what I ate. And I breastfed with for both kids for the first year. So it was really important to try to keep milk productivity mm-hmm. as high as possible after six months. But changing my diet helped me keep that production up and save on milk. I, mm-hmm. I didn't have to supplement. I, I didn't have to provide any other type of milk for my children. I was able to save that cost and give them the healthiest option possible, which was really important for my second son who was born premature. And I wanted him to have as many nutrients and healthy options as possible. And that's just one way in which I prioritize my health for the sake of my children and how I was feeding into them. So I just love that concept that you just presented because now it makes me rethink how I teach my children about health. Hey guys, I hope you're enjoying this episode. I just wanted to take a sec to tell you about this new cool app called Debt Go. Debt Go is a company changing the way you pay down your debt. The Debt Go app is fun and easy to use. All you have to do is download the app, create an account, and learn from the 15 to 30 second videos about finances and other education. For every video you watch, you earn one point, and every point earns you a chance to win the daily contest. Winners of the contest get their debt paid down. Money is paid after the contest to winners. Check out debtgoapp.com for more information. Pay down those student loans, pay down those credit cards, and learn at the same time. Hope you like it. So that they can adopt those same philosophies and lifestyle. So Mm -hmm. I want to get into some specifics that the audience can really take away from today's conversation. What are some exercises or routines that you think we should incorporate in our lives to live a healthier lifestyle? I definitely think, and I want to piggyback on what you said about your children and different ways that you want to show them. It also um, correlates into mental health as well, because a lot of times children are modeling what we're doing, our emotional health. And so it's important to also model that for them. And it correlates with the food aspect of it because it's all holistic. So when you think about children now, especially during COVID, the different obstacles that they have to face with homeschooling and not being able to see their friends, their emotional health is suffering tremendously. So when I talk about exercises now with my clients, I'm saying, you know what, try to find a way if you meditate to meditate with your child. If you haven't started meditating, try to find the way to do it collectively together with them and the whole family can do it. Mom, dad, all the kids can do it. You can start out small. The great resource is Headspace. It's a great app and they actually have a children's module that children can play if they have an Alexa in their room. They can play it before they go to bed. My son actually does it and it's all designed for children and it speaks to them in their language and it talks to them in the morning. Morning, think about the birds and and flying around, the sun and all these different things that they can incorporate that kids can resonate with, but it teaches them a mechanism and it gives them a tool to calm themselves down and it teaches them ways to self-soothe so that way they can manage it on their own especially if they're having a tough time doing a virtual class and also breathing exercises those are great things to teach them as well 
so that they can learn how to just take a deep breath. And I noticed some schools are incorporating that. Some teachers are starting that in the morning when they do their virtual session. Hey, guys, let's all take a minute to take a breath. Let's reset. Let's take a break in the middle of class, walk around, come back. Let's do a reset and breath work. So I definitely think that breath work and meditation are key during these times. And I know it's hard. Some people are saying, oh, I I can't sit down for that long. It's too much. But try to just do it for a minute or two and just take a minute. Even if your mind starts racing, it's a process. It's something that takes a while. And it's something that I'm still on a journey with. A lot of people, you start out and you just start out and you build upon each experience. And there's going to be times when you can't focus. You can't just center. You can't calm down. You can't relax. But it's like anything else. You just keep on practicing. And every day that you sit down and do it is a win to start out with. It just the fact of you getting the time to yourself is a win. And that correlates too to morning routines. I feel like morning routines are essential, especially now with COVID, because our routines are totally messed up in terms of you got to wake up and do this and that. And everyone, especially moms, everyone is pulling from mom the minute they, the feet hit the ground. Mom, I need this. Mom, I need that. Mom, I need need this. So for me, I try to wake up super early. There's times when it doesn't happen because let's face it, everyone's exhausted. Moms are exhausted. But there's times when you can get up like a half hour before everyone else rises and think to yourself, you know what? Let me grab a journal. Let me grab a cup of tea. Let me just have this minute to get stuff out. And sometimes when I journal, I just brain dump. I just jot down everything, even if it's the list for the day and all. I just try to brain dump. And sometimes you can do that in the evening as well to get everything off your head from all day because it's hard to relax in the evening. So just jot down things that come to you. If it's just rambling, whatever it comes down, just write it down to get it out of your head. Because I think as women, it's hard for us to shut off. So you need to have routines in place that really help. Because if you think about it, you wake up early in the morning. When was the last time you seen a sunrise and experienced that for yourself? You're not on vacation because I know I seen a great one last year when I took a vacation. And I I was like, I got to see this sunrise. I'm going to see this sunrise in Bermuda if it's the last thing I do, even if I slept for two hours. But when's the last time you've done that? And it's so peaceful in the morning when the birds are flying around, the the quiet, just that alone helps you think differently and start your day differently with a different mindset. Love it. I definitely agree with you. I think the only time I see the sunrise or make a strong effort to see it is on vacation. So even in challenging someone to do that at home is is something that's going to push them out their comfort zone and encourage them to remind themselves of what they have around them and what's special and amazing about what's very near and dear to us, our home, our surroundings, where we are every day and every night. So I appreciate that. That's really helpful. So we also talked about how you're a coach. And I think for some of my listeners, they don't know that they need a coach. What are some of the things that you've observed from your clients that has led you to understand when it's time for someone to pursue a coach and how could they go about doing that? That is a great question because a lot of people always ask me, what is a health coach? What is the purpose of a health coach? And a health coach is really someone that helps you make a lifestyle change and it helps you deal with behavioral aspects of your life, your health your career. And it's not just all nutrition. It's exercise. It's your spirituality. It's everything that makes you tick as a human being. And we're looking at different pieces of the puzzle 
that will then lead you to achieve your goals. So a lot of times people are like, you know, I go to the doctor and my doctor's great. I love my doctor, but I'm only able to spend eight minutes with them, 10 minutes with them. And it's true because doctors are so overloaded right now with the amount of people, and especially during COVID, but in a normal circumstance, they see 20 to 30 patients a day if they're a busy doctor. So they only have time to identify the symptoms that you're dealing with, give you a prescription and send you on your way and schedule follow-up if necessary. So it's such a short time that you don't get a chance to really talk about the different things in your life that's going on, any questions you might have. And if you're in such a rush and they're doing vitals, they're doing everything, you might forget, oh, I had these questions written down. I couldn't ask them. So now to schedule an appointment or talk to the doctor, even if you talk to them on the phone, they're also taking time out to talk to you. And it's a small chunk of time again because they have to make follow-up calls. So it becomes the thing where if you have a coach, you have a bridge between the two, because we definitely know we are not trained as doctors. We do not proclaim to solve and heal and all these different things, but we make recommendations based upon what the doctor's reports have shown that you need help with. So a lot of times if you're struggling to figure out the doctor prescribed me these medicines, they told me to go to nutritionist and then I spoke to them, but then there's something else that I know I need to do. I'm not quite sure. This is where the coach comes in. Because they can help you look at your records. They can help you understand this is what your, your test showed. This is what we need to work on. How can we achieve that in a different environment that's going to make you feel comfortable, make you feel like you can actually accomplish it, something that's doable with your current lifestyle? Because even when someone says, oh, exercise, okay, I need to exercise, but how am I going to do that? I have small children. Everyone's busy. I got to find a chunk of time. When am I going to do that? Am I going to do it in the morning? Do I exercise better in the morning? Do I exercise better in the evening? What works for me? Because as we say in health coaching, everything is bio-individuality. Each person's process is different. So a coach is going to work with you individually to talk about your personal process that will work for you versus what works for every other person is always going to be different. So that's when you know, okay, I need to talk to someone else and I need to find out what it is, because if you have a craving late at night, nine times out of 10, it's not even food related. It could be emotionally related. If you were with your partner and you were watching movies, you guys were relaxing, cuddling, that fills that need and emotional gap for you to feel safe, for you to feel wanted, needed. So you're not going to necessarily want to have the food replacement that helps you emotionally because you're not going to need it because you're getting that emotional fulfillment from the relationship that you currently have. But if you don't have that and you're having strife in your relationship, then you're like, oh, I need to eat. I need to fill that gap. So a lot of times there's underlying things that you can identify as a coach and say, hey, you know what? Let's think about this. Let's reshift that. And then you'll realize I don't even need those things anymore. So there's a lot that plays into it. So health coaches are great for that because they can bridge the gap. Great advice. So take note, guys, if any of that resonated with you, maybe it's time for you to start looking for your own health coach and preferably holistic so you can look at the entire body life routine and everything that's going on with you. So everything works together. So that's a great segue into my last question. This has been a really great interview, and I really hope that it has given my listeners some ideas on how to really start the new year off strong, prioritizing their health and their wealth. So before we say goodbye, could you please let my listeners know where can we find you on social media and other platforms? Sure. The listeners can catch me on my website. It's www.charmainefullerhhc.com. 
on the website, you can click on, I have a, a new webinar that you can get the five-step blueprint to helping you lose 10 to 30 pounds. And this, you know, webinar is great because you can get a lot of information and then we can schedule a call from there and we can talk about your situation. And you can also um, follow me on Instagram at Hey Charm Health Coach. And I'm also at Twitter, Hey Charm Health Coach One. And you can also click on any of these links and it'll lead you to my um, free Facebook group where you can join a group of like-minded individuals. You can get accountability every day because that's also important to have accountability coaches and people to help you along your journey. And you can also like my Facebook page, Charmaine Fuller HHC. Great. Don't worry, guys. I will keep all of that information in the show notes so you can access it. But I hope this has been helpful to you guys. And I wish everyone a wonderful new year. I want everyone to really embrace 2021 and all its glory because we are going to make sure it is better than 2020. Thank you for listening to the Purpose of Money podcast. For more resources and information, check out my website, thepurposeofmoney.com. And while you're there, please sign up for our newsletter so you have the latest information on new episodes and blog posts. Until next time, keep creating freedom in your life today.